I really believe, and one of the biggest things that I've had a problem with is that I, I feel like we've learned that the financial industry has set American retirees up to fail. So this show is basically for people who are retired or soon to be retired. Retirement for life. Your passport to a comfortable and confident retirement. The podcast that's equal parts education and entertainment, where we break down the retirement maze with a dash of fun and a heap of wisdom from your host, Christian Sear CPA, the passionate retirement specialist and president of Sear Financial Wealth Advisors, the independent registered investment advisor specializing in the AIM retirement system. All right, this is awesome. Welcome, you guys. So, Miss Brandon, mm-hmm. we've been working together for 12 years. Yes. I know uh, it's been a long time coming. We've been working on this for mm-hmm. about a year now. And Austin, uh, you uh, are relatively new to Sear Financial, am, but yes. you're here today. So, what we're going to be talking about is the Retirement for Life podcast. This show is um, something we're going to do for five years. Are you guys committed to doing this for five years? Yes, sir. Let's do it. I'm so excited. I mean, I'm just really excited. I saw this graph the other day. It says that it's a picture of the sun and it shows you all the different things where you're expending your energy. And it's like, you know, you're doing this, you're doing this. For the next five years, my energy is going in one direction. This show, retirementforlife.com. So are you going to stick it out for five years? You guys going to stick it out with me? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can quit at any time because you're not getting paid to be here and (laughs) uh, you can quit. Brooke, you can... uh, you can come and go as you please, too. We can – do you know how to work a microphone? We no. can figure it out, I think, yeah. yeah. So here's the deal. Uh, we started this firm 12 years ago, and it was because my dad um, – I told the story 100 times. You tell it. Why, why did I become a financial advisor? Uh, well, when your dad was getting ready to retire – the 2008 financial crisis was happening and he was talking to his Mm -hmm. financial advisor at the time and asking, you know, what can I do? I'm losing money and I'm planning to retire. And the financial advisor basically said, you know, he was going to retire. He basically lost almost half of his money. Mm -hmm. There was like a 16 month period in 2008, 2007, 2009, basically 16 months in there. Stock market goes down 55%. So Austin, the guy basically Mm -hmm. told my dad, he's like, well, you were going to retire, but now you can't out of luck. And, uh, Mm -hmm. That was the beginning of it. I didn't like my job anyway. It was the corporate world. And so we started this, right? And then we built it. And we we came up with the AIM retirement system, which I think is awesome. It's the best, in my opinion, the best retirement system in the industry, the best one I've ever seen. But uh, we got these clients. And it's like, wow, it was fun. It was like, let me grow this and let's grow this firm. And I don't know how many states are we in? How many clients, how many states are we in with clients? I think we're in like 14 states now. Yeah. So it was this great thing. And so everything is going well. And um, we were getting a lot of clients doing seminars. That was kind of cool. I mean, yeah. helpful, giving good information. Yeah, it worked well before COVID happened anyway. But then, okay, so 2023 happened and it was a weird year for me. I turned 50, became an old man, right? Um Emma, my daughter, gets married. Mm-hmm. Okay. Both those experiences were life-changing experiences for me. Uh, but then, you know, Uncle Bill, my Uncle Bill was 94 years old. I basically know him all my life and I put him in a home. He's, uh, you know, I would visit him two or three times a week and he only lasted four months in the retirement home. And what made matters worse was when his wife then was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. So this weird, I don't know if you call, what would you call that? Like a midlife crisis? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> 
I don't think so. <laughs> I just think it was like, I. here's what I think. I think that if one of these things happened to a person in their life, I think that they would be, uh, it could be considered a life-changing event. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that all four of these things happening in a matter of months is the reason we're sitting here today. Mm -hmm. Because I basically decided that I'm 50, my aunt who has Alzheimer's, God, God bless her, she doesn't remember what she had for breakfast. She's in a nursing home and it doesn't feel like life. And I felt like, God willing, I have 25 good years. So we spent literally, to Brooke's dismay, the last 12 months toiling over the details. Brooke, we have this uh, podcast workflow. Yep. And it's long. Very long. <laughs> and it's detailed because I overthink things, right? Yep. But I've just been so excited about it. So um, what do you guys think this show is going to be about? Like if you if you sat back and you were explaining to your mom – like, why would your mom listen to this show? Well, we're hoping to educate people in a fun way about retirement. Make it interesting, right? Yeah. We're going to talk about that later in the uh, Guess the Numbers yeah. game. Uh, we're going to make it interesting for sure. We have to make it interesting because people are not going to be watching this stuff if it's not interesting. Yeah. Um, and Austin, like, what would you say to your dad about why he would listen to the Retirement for Life show? Definitely say to educate himself and also... Uh, pass down to maybe my younger brother, get him start learning. You know, this isn't something you can right. start, you know, a few years before retirement, you can start now, yeah. even mm -hmm. as a young kid. So, yeah, I really believe. And one of the biggest things that I've had a problem with is that I, I feel like we've learned that the financial industry has set American retirees up to fail. So this show is basically for people who are retired or soon to be retired. And that age range we decided is what, 55 to 75? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's basically the range of people that we want to take in this show. Mm -hmm. um, and I, th I think the reason the financial industry has set people up to fail is kind of twofold. One is more than half the industry is making money by charging commissions. Yeah. Do we do that? No. No. Uh, they're, not they're not working at fiduciary capacity. So if right. you think about this, all your life, you're spending money, you're spending money, but you're also trying to save money, right? And so the whole industry is geared to helping people make money, right? What's the newest product? What's the sexy product? How are you going to make money? But really, when a person retires, it's not about making money. What do I... What do, you, you call it your downhill planning. Mm -hmm. That's the most important part. Yeah. The, the most important part of your financial life is not making money a million dollars on Bitcoin. It's not about building your wealth, you know, that just comes from saving over time, right? Yeah, you're almost not thinking about it. So mm -hmm. the, the industry is set up to, to get commissions from people and help them make money, but nobody wants to sit there and spend an hour with a person like you just did today, mm -hmm. accumulate, wh how many accounts did that guy have? Oh, things were everywhere. Yeah, nobody wants to sit down and just help a person and look at their social security. And, mm -hmm. and so the, the industry is set up to fail uh, retirees. Now, here's the thing that concerns me the most about retirees. If you look at, speaking of guess the numbers game, how many trillion dollars of retirement assets do you think there are? Oh my mm. gosh. Trillions. You got this one. I have the numbers later. Hmm. <laughs> 10. Yeah, that's a great guess. It's like 29 million wow. trillion dollars. Wow. Okay. So that's a 29 with 12 zeros after it. 40% of that is in a defined contribution plan, which is like basically a 401k. Yeah. All right. Now, this is 
my dad's problem or was my dad's problem. When you are 35, the 401k is an absolute awesome way to save money. Tax deferral, blah, blah, blah. You use the target date funds. Yep. But what people don't realize is that when you turn 60, that 401k becomes an absolute detriment to your retirement because that's exactly what happened to my dad. Yeah. And there's this false sense of security for 40% of retirement assets out there. I'm in a 401k. Uh, my my employer picked it out. It's good. No, it's not good because you could literally lose half of what you have. Uh, now, what about the other 60% of retirement assets? Okay. So this bucket of 60% of people, what percent of those people? So you got 60%. How many of them have a financial advisor in retirement? I'll guess 10%. Go ahead. Give me a number. I'll go 15. Yeah. So it's basically like half and half. 30% are using an advisor and 30% are not. And, you know, we're going to talk about the five questions to ask, the five topics to discuss with your financial advisor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of reasons why they don't have a financial advisor. But if you think about a person who, like my dad, who maybe lost 30% of his money, 25% of his money, 50% of your money, that small fee that you're paying for a fiduciary advisor, you know, sometimes people are thinking, I don't want to spend that money. Yeah. But after you lose half of your portfolio, you're like, man, I should have. I've, so mm -hmm. I think those people are disadvantaged. Um, but the 30% that leaves the people that do have a financial advisor. Okay. How many of those are working with a fiduciary? How many of those assets? Of the 30% who's yeah. using? The people using an advisor, how many are using a fiduciary? How many of those assets are in a fiduciary capacity? 5% of those people are using a fiduciary advisor. Yeah, I'd say around there. It's about half. It's about half. And so half of the people that are using an advisor are not even getting the right, what would you say, like the right service or they're not being treated properly? Best yeah. interest for them, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, so we said we're going to make this podcast show fun, interesting. I've been talking too long about it. Three things we're going to do in Retirement for Life. We're going to educate. We're going to give you solutions, not just educate in a boring way. Austin, you're going to show us later what the boring is. Mm -hmm. This is not going to be boring. The show is going to be great content. It's going to be interesting, giving the solutions. And we're also going to help people have fun along the way. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. And this is episode one. So five years from now, Brooke, if I'm thinking about it, we're going to be doing 26 episodes a year. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be like into like episode 125 five years from now. It's yeah. going to be great. Are you excited about it? Yeah. We'll be professionals by then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so thanks for watching us uh, on this show. So something I need to say, my goal personally is to have a million YouTube subscribers because I think that's the best way for us to get this information out. You know, as you're scrolling, you're scrolling through a lot of stuff. And the only way a video comes up is A, if you're interested in the topic, but B, if other people are enjoying it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. and so right now, the last I saw, we have how many subscribers on our YouTube channel? As of today, 129. Let's let's make a mark of that. And you know what we could do? You want to? Every podcast, talk about it? Yeah. That'd be Maybe. cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we have 129. Okay. Episode one, 129 subscribers okay. on our mm -hmm. way to a million. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I promise you, uh, you're going to love this show and we're going to give you great information and great uh, fun too. Mm -hmm. All right, let's move on. Guess the number game. Okay, 
So one of the things I've said about this this problem we have in America with retirees is learning about retirement and finance. It's very boring for people, and it's not comfortable, right? And so uh, I went out there and I said to Austin, "This is the guest and numbers game, right?" Mm-hmm. So uh, what did you do? How many videos did we get? Six, I think. Yeah, pulled up six channels. Okay. So let me let me say this first, and this is important for everyone to understand. These are actually, for the most part, six people who are doing very well um, based on their amount of YouTube subscribers, okay? So they're doing well. They're getting the information out there. And every single one of them, uh, I think, is doing a good job. Uh, I've reviewed their videos. I don't think they're giving bad information. It's good information. It's just absolutely terrible the way it's being delivered. Nobody wants to go to the dentist. Nobody wants to watch paint dry. And that's basically what these videos are. So the guess the numbers game, like what would you what would you say Andrea has to guess? What's what's the point of this game? What do you have to do? So Tell she's her. gonna go in and try and guess the amount of subscribers these six channels have based on the content that we watch today. Okay. You have to guess how Going many blind. Yes. how many thousands of subscribers these people have. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now keep in mind, uh this is supposed to be helpful to people, and this is supposed to be interesting for people, okay? So, uh, Brooke, out of the courtesy of listeners, we're going to go one and a half times speed. Yes. Just yep. to kind of mm-hmm. speed it up a little bit. Yep. And it's just like, on average, how long are the clips? Like, I think 45 seconds. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. too long. At mm-hmm. most. Okay. So, this is America learning how to retire and getting education and information. Here we go. Give us the first video. So this gentleman, his whole design behind his YouTube channel is to help people learn about retirement and not worry. Okay. That's worthy cause. Yeah. Uh, Chris went through these videos actually ahead of time and wrote his own notes to remind him what, what each one was. Okay. And uh, Chris's notes are, uh, for this one, CFP describing social security increase with percentages all over the place. Okay. Let's see. Let's check it out place is that there's a cost of living adjustment. Now, the cost of living adjustment, the COLA adjustment, is simply an adjustment in your social security check to make up for or to take into account inflation. In 2024, the 66.7 million social security beneficiaries will receive a 3.2% increase in their social security check. Now, compared to the average annual benefit bump of 2.6% over the past 20 years, a 3.2% increase is above average. But compared to the last two bumps, one, the last in last year being 8.7, and I believe the year before was 5.9%, it seems rather small. Now, I talk more in depth about this in another video, but a lot of retirees are disappointed in this 3.2% increase because they are really feeling the pressure of inflation. Now, the typical retiree will see an increase of about $59 to their social security. All right. That's a lot mm-hmm. of numbers. Good, Great information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just picturing our typical client. What are Your they getting? Your head is swimming right mm-hmm. now. That's yeah. what's happening. It's not how you do it. Mm-mm. Again, great information, worthwhile cause. So, take how a guess. How many at subscribers it. does do this I get? A range, or I just have to throw a blind no, number? No, no, no. Out. This is guess the number again, mm-hmm. not oh, guess the numbers. Okay, I'll go with fifty-five thousand. Okay, how many subscribers does this guy have? He has nine thousand subscribers. Oh wow! Okay. I gave him more credit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, he's getting there. and But that mm-hmm. means 9,000 people have said, I want to follow this because no wonder America is struggling to learn about this stuff. All right. Yeah. What's the next one you got? So the next YouTube channel, uh, no channel description at all. No channel description. Nope. Okay. Yeah, that's oh. right. I remember this one. So how mm-hmm. do you find it? 
What's this guy, Brooke? Yeah, this should be good. Uh, this one, his uh, Chris's notes say, guy putting us to sleep with tax tables and figures. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited for this one. Again, everything accurate. Uh, motivation here is is a good one. Just let's watch. All right. On the left-hand side of the table, you should be pretty familiar with traditional IRA tax tables. Anytime you pull money from traditional IRAs, you are taxed at ordinary income rates. These are the same rates you would be taxed at for your normal working income. It's the taxable account rate table that gets a little bit complex. First, we have long-term capital gain rates. These are preferred rates that ideally, if we're taking income from that taxable account, we want to be subject to these long-term capital gain rates. Now, if you look up long-term capital gain brackets online, you're likely to see there are only three long-term capital gain brackets, 0, 15%, and 20%. Yet on the screen, you'll see that I have four layers of long-term capital gain rates. And as with most things with the U.S. government, things are more complex than they first appear. It's worth noting that there is an added 3.8% net investment surtax that will be applied to all capital gains long-term and short-term if for a married person you are showing an AGI, an adjusted gross income, over $250,000, and for a single filer, that AGI over $200,000. Wow. Okay. Did you count the number, the amount of numbers on that video? No, but there's there are a lot. thirty numbers on that screen. <laughs> thirty. Yeah. Okay. It's not. Mm-hmm. I find that confusing. Yeah, I have no. Even idea. though I know tax tables. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it's the four retirement tax tables. Uh, this is supposed to be helping America with information. So, what do you think? What do we got? I'll go with twenty-five thousand subscribers. He has forty-two thousand. Forty-two thousand subscribers. Yep. So that means 42,000. Yeah, wow. All right, what's the next one, Austin? Hey, everybody, are you enjoying this video? If you are, give us a thumbs up. Do you want to stay on top of the content? Then subscribe to our YouTube channel. Your support means the world to us. Thanks for watching. So the next channel we have uh, focusing on transitioning into retirement. Great. Um, and he's looking to gain their trust and confidence. Awesome. Uh, Chris's notes, Indiana guy with a spreadsheet. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seems I mean, who's the biggest spreadsheet guy you know? Sitting right over you. here. Right. Yep. But that's not, you don't give that to a person. You do that behind the scenes and then you give them like the 10,000 foot, three bullet point approach. Watch, yeah. this is mm-hmm. his approach. Three buckets. Again, started with 2 million. Uh, 80,000 was our withdrawal. Same for both. Uh, index that for inflation, 2% a year. It's just what we How did. Many numbers are on this screen. That's what Austin. I did. Okay. Um, a lot, a lot of other options could have left at 80,000 fixed all through that. Could have done some guardrails. <laughs> I'm just I went picturing my mom okay? like trying to follow so $80,000 yeah. removed each year. Now with buckets, or, or each year you have to decide office, where you're right? pulling the 80,000 from. Yeah, okay? like, so that's a decision. It's not, you know, a stressful decision, but you have to look at your bucket performance. If the market was down, typically I'd pull it from, you know, bucket one right here. So after the first year, pulled it out of bucket one. Okay. I pulled those expenses S8. Yeah, S8 come out of bucket one. And so every year you have that. I have nothing. Just now. Yeah, I mean, that's overwhelming. All right. How many subscribers is this person trying to help retirees? How many subscribers does Mm, he have? I'll go low on him. 15,000. How many does he have, Austin? 44,000, just above the last one. 44,000. Okay. It's insane. All right. What's the next one? Oh, I love this guy. Now, let me say, this guy. I remember the whiteboard. He's, mm-hmm. I love whiteboards. I used to do this, remember? <laughs> yes. You know, and he just hasn't learned what we learned years ago is that you don't want to be writing numbers down on a whiteboard. It just absolutely befuddles people. Yeah. But the reason I like this guy, he is like me. He's a CPA. Great numbers guy. He's got it. Go ahead, Brooke. Roll it. Amongst those five 401k participants, 
and that gives an average balance of $195,500. Now, even though I'm showing you five balances here, I could easily have shown you 50, 5,000, or 5 million, and it would have looked very similar to this. The average balance for a 60-year-old in their 401k is 195,500, and the median balance is 61,450. So let's write these down. Average, 195.5k, median, 61,000. Squeaking. Yeah. Yeah. Squeaking. Mm -hmm. It was very distracting. You no. Know, and I, I sympathize with this guy because for years I made content the exact same way. And, you know, we used to have three hour meetings where I would literally, you know, the I white, remember. just mm -hmm. white, right, right, right. So, okay. Uh, how many subscribers does the CPA have? Uh, I'll go with 100,000. 261,000. Wow. 261,000. I mean, he's got a following, so he's yeah. doing something right. Yeah. But uh, I'm just thinking about our average retiree taking that in. It, nobody wants to watch that. No. All right. So so the point of that, again, is not to make fun of these people. These people are putting themselves out there. They're putting out good content, uh, factual content. Um, the piece that's missing and what Retirement for Life is all about is not being boring, and we're not going to do that. Okay, we're going to be informative, educational, and fun. So thanks for the uh, guess the numbers game, Austin. Good, good segment today. Mm -hmm. All right, what's next? Question of the day. Okay, question of the day. Miss Brandon, uh, why don't you tell us what it is all about today? Yeah, we had a call from Brian in Sarasota, and he was wanting to know how to find a financial advisor. Okay, let's hear that. Roll it, Brooke. Hi, Chris. This is Brian from Sarasota. My wife and I have been retired for just over three years. Uh, we love your uh, YouTube videos and watch them all the time. Up until now, I've been managing my own retirement, and uh, I've been pretty comfortable with that. But, uh, you know, with everything that went on last year, I'm thinking uh, I might want to look in a different direction. My question of the day is, how do I really go about finding an advisor that's right for us? Thanks, Chris. Yeah, so that's a question uh, that is really the key to one of the, the, the things we're trying to solve here. And that is, what in the world do I do? So I know this is not a guess the number game, but Austin, how many financial advisors are there? In the United States. First of all, in this room, there's three of them, right? Mm -hmm. But do you know how many are in the United States of America? I think you saw it in the show notes. You can say it if you know it. 300,000? Yeah, it's like between 300 and 350,000 financial advisors. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's like us and 350,000 other people that are out there trying to help people. Um, I think that in my estimation, less than 5% of those advisors are doing things the right way. Uh, acting in a fiduciary capacity, mm -hmm. having a complete holistic approach to retirement planning. Uh, I think the average advisor probably just what? What does the average advisor do if you had to? Gather assets, right? Take assets, charge a fee. And we all know that really the idea of making money in the stock market, in markets period, it's just implied. It's you don't have to do anything. 
over time, markets go up. Like eight out of 10 years, Brooke, did you know this? Like eight out of 10 years, the stock market goes up. Nine and a half years out of 10, the bond market goes up. So basically a portfolio of 50-50, it's going to go up automatically like eight out of 10 years. So is that really providing value if you just take somebody's money? No. no. The value is is the full service. You know, how many advisors are out there? You know, I was thinking about this the other day. How many advisors do you think actually collect a person's social security statement? I don't know the answer. I'm sure not many. Mm-hmm. When people come into our office and we ask them for a pay stub, what's their reaction usually when we say usually we want, they're wanting to know why we need why do you want my pay stuff because we need to figure out how much money you're spending and we start with how much money you're making and we can work backwards yeah. um how about when we ask a client for their will they're like eh, yeah we need to know this stuff what happens if something happens to you you know what about when we tell them about executing their state documents like power of attorney it's 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 going through the process of truly having a, a complete retirement system. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do for Brian. Now, um, we do have the document. I brought this document. You remember this document? Five topics to discuss with your advisor. Mm-hmm. I was looking back. Our My first edition of topics to ask your financial advisor had three pages. Do you know what it is now? 15 pages? 14. <laughs> it's 14 pages. But this is the best tool. Literally... If you are going into a shoe store, you feel comfortable because you know what to ask for. I go into a shoe store. I look for the color that I like. I know what brand I like. I know what my shoe size is. I want a size 13. I know. The guy comes up to me. What are you looking for? I'm looking for some Nikes that are size 13, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You go to the grocery store. Do you feel, do you know what you want? Do you know what your family wants? Yep. Have a list. These these retirees in America, they're walking into an office shell-shocked. They literally have no idea what to ask. Yeah. So uh, my answer to Brian would be um, go to what's the website to get this if they want a copy of this? Five to ask.com. Five to ask.com. And we've been giving this out for 12 years. I don't know how many people have downloaded this, but it gets better and better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would be my, my answer to Brian. Um, would you add anything to that? I mean- no, I think that sounds great. This answers all their – it has all the questions on there that they should ask and, and at least gets the conversation going mm-hmm. with an advisor. It's like your 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 tool belt walking in with all the tools that you need to ask because it, it doesn't just give the questions. It gives the answers too. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's all for today's show. So here's the deal. Uh, I want to remind people if they want to ask us a question, where do they go? retirementforlife.com. There's a little microphone icon on there. Just leave your question there. Leave your question. We'll play it if it's a good one. Um, And if they don't want to do that, what else can they do? They can give us a call at 877-80-RETIRE. And that is just what? Talking to somebody about what? Oh, and here's the best thing. I forgot to talk about this earlier. If you want to talk to the big guy, the big 50-year-old ball guy, uh, we have retire15.com. Yep. Now, this is the best. I love this. 15 minutes, talk to a CPA who's been doing this for 25 years about anything you want to. Mm-hmm. It can be about a Roth IRA. It can be about um, your parents' estate. It can be about your husband's Social Security. Or it can be about your dog. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no box on the calendar. So anytime you want to talk to Chris about anything retirement, 15 minutes, put it on the calendar. 
Um, you can do a phone call or Zoom. It's really easy. Go to retire15.com and we can talk. So uh, in a summary, what was this show about today? What would you say it was about? I would say you had a midlife crisis, <laughs> which led okay. us to this. Okay. <laughs> and here we are. Here we are. I want to help people. Yep. Uh, I want to give back. We're going to give free information. It's going to be good. And what else would you say, Awesome? Is it going to be fun? Yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to have sure. fun. So uh, we'll see you on episode two, uh, and it'll be fun. And I think just a little uh, teaser, episode two is going to be about 401ks and why uh, they're setting up retirees to fail and talk about a better option. So um, should be fun. Sounds good. Don't forget to go to 5 com if you want a free copy of that uh, that five topics to ask your advisor's free tool, 14 pages, literally the best tool you can have when you walk into a financial advisor's office or you want to quiz your current advisor. There you go. 5 See you guys next time. Investment advisory services provided by Sear Financial Inc., SEC Registered Investment Advisor. All content on this podcast is for information purposes only and should not be considered investment, legal, or tax advice. Material presented is believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations are made by our firm as to another party's informational accuracy or completeness.